So last topic, you guys got a couple more minutes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw a couple stats at you, and, and then I want to talk about just how good this you guys think the Seahawks team is. Um, so over the last four weeks, so after the first two two weeks of the season where we you know saw the worst of them, I think, I hope. Uh, so the last four weeks of the season, the Seahawks are number four in the NFL in point differential. Mm. They are number – they're ninth in the NFL in third down percentage, in third down conversions. They're fifth in red zone um, percentage. They're number three in rushing yards. They are number two in passing touchdown percentage. They are number four in the NFL in passer rating. They are number one in the NFL in turnovers, um, giveaways, I should say. Um, they're ninth, so they're ninth in the NFL in sacks allowed during that time. Um, how good is this Seahawks team? Like this, this team, not the first two weeks, but this team. They're a wild card contender. That's as much as they are. Does that mean that they can get to the playoffs? Is there is there kind of ceiling? Do you think that they can win a playoff game? How far can they go? I think they can win a playoff game if they can somehow manage to play the NFC East team. I think they could be a uh, somewhere in the third to fifth best team in the NFC range. I think that's their ceiling. They could be playing in the divisional round. I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah, the I think that's the ceiling. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to reach the NFC Championship game. I don't think they're going to reach the Super Bowl, but. I, I think this team is a playoff or a wild card playoff team, and I think they could win a playoff game. Uh, I I fully agree with you, Brian. I think the I think the most encouraging thing about this Seahawks team is that they seem to have a consistent identity, and if they can keep that up, man, we could see some really positive things from this team. So I'm excited. Nathan, how about you? I mean, I think wildcard contender at best. I don't, I don't think they they have a, a long run in them or anything like that, especially considering that they're unlikely to have any kind of home field advantage in the playoffs should they even get there. So, yeah, I, I still have them 7-9, and 8-8. Eight eight. I, I don't think that they're going to get really that close to the playoffs, but, it, you know, a game or two goes their way and they could be in there. But I, I don't think there's a lot of contention here. I think they're one or two pass rushers away from being a very, very good team. And I didn't think that coming into the year. Interesting. Is, is that where you guys think they're like, I definitely think the defense is where I have most. Um, that's what pass rush does. It negates the corner play. That's true. No, that's absolutely true. There's connection there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I look at, I mean, putting it in, in real numbers, I mean, they are, 100, 116 is the passer rating over the last four weeks. Um, they're rushing for 157 yards a game, you know, four and a half yards a carry. I know you guys love yards per carry. They're scoring on 75% of their red zone possessions. They're converting 45% of the third downs. Um, they're averaging a nine point plus nine point differential per game, they're scoring 20, 25 and a half points per game. And they're averaging 7.3 explosive plays a game, um, where in the first two weeks they were, you know, about five a game. Um, 
I don't know. They're like I, I think everything you guys said makes sense. I think that is absolutely the most likely that they're they're stretching to get into the playoffs. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if we were talking in three or four weeks of like, holy shit, how did they just win those games that they had no business winning? Like just like Nathan, you were talking about the the they're they're in every game and they can lose all of them. There is the chance that they actually are in all of these games against teams that aren't as good as the Rams and that Russell Wilson and other players in the team find a way to win those. So I, I, I don't know that that really changes their ceiling in terms of how far they can get in the playoffs. I don't think that they're obviously not going to win the division. Um, I don't think they're going to get a home field. So probably not, but it, it does. It is really interesting when you start thinking about where they're going for next year and what they're building to. I've been thinking that they were two to three years away from being a team that could contend does start to like, I don't even know how to really diagnose where their gaps are that are going to really make them take a huge leap forward um, from where they are. It's, it's, I don't know what's real yet with this team. Um, I mean, I, I think there's a couple things here. They've beaten two of the three worst teams in the league and they played the best team or the second best team in the league tough at home and i think that we're we've got a lot of perceptions being colored by that especially with all those games happening in a row i mean the we, we there's this tendency right now to just throw out the broncos game and the bears game and i'm not really sure why like i know that they have played a lot different especially on offense since those games, but those games happened and something caused them to not play particularly well in those games. DJ um, I mean, you changed their entire offense. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Has, man. That all that sweet. He's the player we're not talking about. I don't know. It's had a huge impact. DJ I don't know if it's sustainable, but that's been the difference. <sighs> Guys, I'm not saying it's predictive of any measure, but I, I think that changed everything. Sweezy moving to guard, Posick getting out of there. We're talking about a, a journeyman and journeyman. I'm not saying it's better for where Fluky Fluker was at, uh, the, when Fluky, he came. That was a good Freudian slip there. <laughs> it, it very well could fall off right now, but that's been the difference. He, him, and Sweezy have changed everything. I would say it's I would say it's the way that they've approached the offense is different. I think Flukers is definitely making that more possible and more successful, but uh, they completely changed their game script of of how they're going about um, calling the game, and I think it's it's made. But that 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 new game script led them to need a last minute missed field goal against like the worst or second worst. I think they're. They're second worst behind the Bills in point differential. Uh, the Cardinals are like, mm. let's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, was... If we're starting to talk about like, uh, you know, Fluker being the difference and, you know, oh, their new offensive identity has fixed everything except that like they kind of, you know, look like ass against the Cardinals. Like, I don't know. I, I We we need more data points, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's predictive. But I, I blame the coaches for that Cardinals game. They were manhandling them at the line of scrimmage. They should have scored in their first six drives, and they managed to not throw any play-action passes or any deep balls the entire game. Yeah. 
I blame the. I think the coaches were so conservative in that game. They, I almost throw that game out the window because it was so dumb. Well, and they didn't have Chris Carson. Mike Davis looked great in that game. It was, yeah, but they didn't have Chris Carson. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I guess Nathan, I, I I don't disagree with really almost anything you said. Like I, I I'm not at the point where I'm like, okay, this team's like great, and they're they're just gonna start steamrolling teams. But I don't think you can under. I don't think you can overestimate or underestimate depending on how you look at it the Rams game I really don't I think that we saw the Rams play the Seahawks last year in Seattle and just completely humiliate them the way we haven't seen any other team do it and they did it physically dominating that team like the Seahawks could not stop them they could not do anything against them it, it was just at the line of scrimmage that game was completely over from the start they lost. They gave up like 33 points. They lost. Like, let's not, I get it. They ran the ball and everybody like is super into that. I like watching the running game when it looks good too. But like, let's calm down about this. Like they just trashed the Rams, but happened to lose. Like that was not, they hung tough with a, a good team. I mean, get, going beyond that is getting really generous. Hmm. Listen, I agree. I don't know if any of this is predictive or any of this is even sustainable. The, I think they have looked physically strong at the point of attack, and that makes the job just so much easier for Russell. How, for years, what we've been saying about Russell, he just needs an offensive line. If he finally has one, that makes a big difference. I don't know. It might just – these next four games, if they completely shift the bet and go in four, I wouldn't be surprised. But based on what they've seen, if you give Russell an offensive line, I think this team's got a shot. I mean, if you look around the league, like, who are some of the best teams in the league, right? Like, Rams. Saints. Okay, yeah, the Rams. The Rams, you know, had, they got played tough by the Seahawks, right, on the road. They also beat the Broncos by three. I mean, I know that was kind of a late last minute thing. Like, I don't know, they were really in too much danger losing there, but like, Close games. The Saints had that close game against the Browns. The Chiefs, if their ESPN page would load, I would tell you the close games that they've had. Uh, like, you know, the NFL is nobody just waltz through the season. And, you know, while playing the Rams tough is good, and like, I don't want to, and blowing out the Raiders is also very good. Like, we, we shouldn't discount blowouts. They're very good and they're predictive. But, um, you know, there's a lot of good teams that, you know, play tough games against bad teams. And I just wouldn't get too excited for many of this quite yet. Yeah, I agree. I totally yeah. agree with everything you just said. I I, I, I I, mean, I think that's all fine. I, I think you know, the last, last thing I'll say about it, I mean, the Seahawks, they put up the most points of any team against the Rams, you know, tied with uh, Minnesota. They um, held the Rams to, you know, their second least amount of points other than the Broncos. Um, so, you know, I, I think there there is some implication there that, that the Seahawks uh, were able to play them differently. I, I don't think it's just about that they hung tough. I think that the Rams are super fucking good. Like, they're, like, really, really, really good. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think – I've seen, we've all seen the Seahawks play the Rams for years and we've seen them play Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers and for years. And it's just been a disaster. 
every time, even when they win, it's a disaster. It's so hard to watch. And that offensive line, the Seahawks offensive line manhandled the Rams defensive line. Like, I don't think that's still, I don't still don't think that's been talked about enough. How crazy that is for even, even if it was just on certain plays, there wasn't a single play in the last probably five years. You could say that, you know, uh, Seahawks offensive lineman pancaked and Dominican Sue, like just not realistic. So I, I do take more hope out of that because I think I, I trust physical skill like that to actually carry over from game to game. I don't think DJ Fluker is going to all of a sudden be weak um, the next time they play a, a tough team. I think he's going to help. If he can manhandle that that defensive line, I think that he's going to be able to manhandle a lot of weaker defensive lines. And I think the offensive lines can be able to do that. So I believe in a good offensive line giving you a chance to be a, a really good team every single week. So that that's kind of where, where where my head's at on it doesn't mean that i guess the the, the key thing here is you know is that offensive line going to be around you know next year and the year after and and or is it dj fluke or a one-year fluke you know that that's kind of the the question i have um all right guys we've been on for a long time um i appreciate it uh any last thoughts before we uh we wrap this bad boy up go hawks beat the lions Jeff, Nathan, you guys got any parting shots? Fuck Tom Cable. Boom. I second that. <laughs> I'll third it. What? Yeah, sure. It's real life. Good Lord. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining. And a um, couple quick things. One, please, God, vote. Whoever you're going to vote for, vote. Um, you know, uh, be a citizen. Do your, do your duties. Um, and then, uh, if you, if you haven't already sign up for, for, uh, Patreon, uh, P A T R E O N.com slash Hawk blogger. Uh, got a great community going, it's growing and you guys are a big part of it. So I'd love to have you on there, join the Facebook group, um, talk there. And, uh, as always, the proceeds go to a great cause. So, um, with that, have a great night. Go Hawks. Take care. <laughs>